the particle suns. Welcome back to the best no judgment zone in the world because neither one of us don't have any law degrees. I am marvelous. And I'm not your average Joseph. And we are the particle suns. Let's start the show. Battle of the beat makers. Tell the masses about it. Man, it was a really good time, man. Man, it's it's every year it's it's something special. I think uh, this year is uh, special for a, a couple of reasons. Um, we had Mike and Keys up as judges, right? Uh, for those of you who are hearing the names and wondering uh, who the hell are Mike and Keys, these are the guys who were behind. Uh, Give me three songs. The the the. Wow, I, Put me on the spot now. You goddamn right I am. Put me on the spot right now. Goddamn right. I'm a victory lap. The album. The whole album. The whole album. Did they? So they did the victory lap track. They. I love that track. They. they, I. I, I'm I'm prolific. I'm I'm go gifted. I'm pretty sure. I don't want to say a hundred percent because I know. They're album producers, so they'll they'll do a lot of cuts, but at the same time, they'll have. One or two cuts yeah. that outside producers might be involved in. Okay. So I haven't gone through the track listings to say which and which and what, um, but it's a cohesive sound from the album from the beginning to the end, and they're responsible along with Nipsey because he sits down and helps with the input of how they kind of want to shape the album. So you know they you get a co- cohesive body of work, and then if there's a producer outside of that who's adding records to the to the album he kind of falls in line with what the sound is being created but um they they came out man and big shout out to david because i met david last year david is manny fresh's manager okay so he actually uh manages uh mike and keys so this is how we got in contact with them and how we brought them up for the battle of the beat makers man really cool dudes really really humble dudes and you know, I I, I gave him a shout out. I, I bigged him up about it because producers who are getting into the game, who or who want who want to be serious about the game, uh, you know, there's you can go to school for it, but nothing beats real life experiences. And these guys are talking from the heart. Um, they're they're telling you their experiences. And shout out to T minus too, man. T minus was the third judge. Mm-hmm. For the for the finals, um, and he's a real humble cat too. Both all, all three of those gentlemen were at the the audio pro audio conference, mm-hmm. and you know basically you know g- gave the room uh, the the spiel about themselves, how they got started, and you know what kind of things that you know they consider makes them uh, good at what they what they're good at, and you know what kind of things that might help these guys as they're coming up on their journey. Um, this year was the first year that we've done live to air. So for those who may have, uh, not have the ability to fly to Toronto and, and take in the show, you, you could have watched it on air. The footage is still there, probably be up in, you know, later on down, down in the months where probably just release it on the YouTube channel. So, oh, so people can see stuff views, like, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? You know, a little, a little light work. You, you see what's going on, but, um, this is uh, uh, one one of the few years where we've had international press, and we've had international press before, but on a lower level. But um, we had a gentleman by the name of Jared come up from USA Today. 
Nice. And he was following a producer from the ATL named Question. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying an ordinary producer. This 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 producer is, is physically blind. So he he doesn't see he's not partially blind. He's that he's he's blind. You know what I mean? And legit. so he's not seeing anything legit. But he made some of the hardest, hardest beats imaginable. And when I see talent like that in the predicament that they're in, where it doesn't even seem like a predicament, right. I automatically think Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder is the only other person that I know musically. And I, and I won't say musically because there's a lot of musicians out there, singers, artisans who are blind. Mm-hmm. But you know, between him and Question, these are people who I know who are on the production side and who physically use a computer. With the technology added to the it. The technology added to it. So, you know what I mean? You have, you have the, the music artistry that, piece and then you have the, the technical side of things. With the key, with the, with the, with the Braille keyboard or something like Bra- that? A Braille, I don't know if his keyboard is Braille, but he uses his computer keyboard. It doesn't, probably doesn't necessarily have to be Braille if you've memorized where all the keys are at. I, how long was he blind for though? Well, if, if, if you're blind from birth and stuff, whatever, like how you gonna memorize if you ain't never seen it before? Well, if somebody tells you which keys are what, because those keys don't move. See, that's how I wrote. That's how I fuck with Ray Charles, man. Yeah, I mean, like he's like, yo, pay me my singles, pay me dollar bills, so I right. can count one, two, right. three, because that's what I'm saying. Like in that world, it's already kind of scary and stuff, whatever. And then for a person to take the trust and stuff on it, whatever. Yeah. Not saying like you know, dude, don't have people you can trust, but okay. That aspect, but I'm I'm glad that you mentioned Ray Charles because mm-hmm. okay, think about this, right? He's playing on a piano with many keys, right? Right. There's there's no this is a one dollar key, this is a two. He's just got to know where those keys lay in position of his hands, right? And he knows what key to press. That's not so, gonna... it's a, so it's the same thing with a, a computer keyboard. There's only a certain amount of keys on a computer keyboard, right? If you memorize where every key is, you don't really you don't need Braille at that point. I guess to an extent. Remember, Ray went blind too. He yeah, yeah, went yeah. from oh, seeing yeah, to yeah, went yeah, blind, yeah, but that's course. what I'm saying. But if, if you're if you're a child who's now born blind and stuff like that, and your parents just put like a drum machine in front of you, yeah. it might start off with just with 16 pads. And then by the time you hit like probably 12, 13, 14, whatever, this bitch might have like 28 pads. I'm trying to remember, um, I'm trying to remember the movie if he was if he was already blind before he started playing before he went oh. into the club Ray Ray yeah if he was already blind before he went to the no he, he as soon as he I think like he started getting he started messing with the piano and stuff right after he went blind or it was, a little bit in between the transition because he was losing his vision he was losing his vision he was losing his vision right, until right. yeah so then yeah so he would have an idea of the keep the 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 keyboard. Um, prior to that, but I mean, I, I I don't know how how question does it. I don't know how how Stevie do it. But that's still dope. Though. They just they doing it. That's still dope. And it's crazy to that's when you dope. when you really think about it. So you know you know I I followed him. He followed me, and it's just a real nice community of of beat makers, just really supportive and so forth like that. And you I, say he followed you and you follow him. What does that mean? I, on IG and, and so forth like that. Because after what we usually do... And he do got is, an IG too? Yeah, he's got an IG. He's, he's, he's got a... Who take these photos? 
There's a, a a lady with him that that oh. came with him. I, I'm I'm not sure if it was his his mother or 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 anything, but he had somebody with him. So it looks like she may help or do some of the socials mm-hmm. and 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 kind of basically help him get around and, and help him do his thing. So with that being said, uh, after the battle of the beatmakers, we went out for dinner and you know it was it's just a round table with a, a, a couple of the producers, Mike and Keys. David, the manager, as I was telling you about, and um, and uh, Clifton, the, the dude who actually runs the Battle of the Beatmakers. So it was a really dope time. No. Big shout out to producer named Unknown, who is the 19, two, sorry, 2019 champion of the Battle of the Beatmakers. Mm-hmm. Um, he had some real heat. Uh, noticeables to me was... Uh, 10A, uh, dude named Bombay. He's he he he's a he's a regular. He's been uh, back, I think, like two times already. Um, there's this a uh, female producer. She was really dope. Uh, Janae Moray. I, I kind of digged her. Um, and that's it. But unknown was one of those guys from the preliminary rounds that you kind of kind of had an idea that would would go further or go deeper into the to the final rounds and, and so forth like that. Mm. And 10A, who was up there too, you know what I mean? He, I thought he would have been, you know, gone a little bit further, but uh, he'd have been knocked out. He'd have been knocked out in, I think, the, maybe the second round, second or, or third round. But uh, but it's real dope, man. It's, 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 it's really nice to see a community of people who are humble just enjoying making the, the craft and they haven't reached to the stage where money is affecting anything or they haven't reached to a stage where it you know it's all or nothing for them it's college ball though it's, yeah, it's college this ball is, this is college ball for them it's college this, ball this is their, right this is their final four you know ncaa tournament right this this is it you know what i mean and so after, after that, all, you might go do beats, be a do- yeah. doctor and, and Make beats on the weekends. You know well, what I mean? Well, not not even that, but I was gonna say like it's kind of like if you look at college ball and stuff, whatever. Yeah. After these guys get through like the whole NCAA thing and stuff, whatever, or even even if they get to like one place, you have a stage now where you watch people. Right. right. So now you have this stage and stuff, whatever. You're like, you know what? I like this person's beat and stuff, whatever over there. Yeah. But they only fell short from the first round. Let me call them up and ask them how much would they sell that particular oh, beat. Oh yeah, 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 one hundred percent. And that's what happens. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's not really all the time stuff. Whether the people in like the sweet sixteen and higher, yeah, get the notoriety and stuff. But even like the in the ones in the thirty twos and stuff, whatever, on the college ball level and that yeah. type of schools that left, yeah, they still get the NBA deal. They, they, they still they, get those they deals. They still get the deals. So that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, it's college ball yeah. for them. And it and and even even with saying it's college ball for them, like what what I kind of was getting at is that you know not all of them can go on to the NBA. You understand? Yeah. But while in college, they they they're figuring out stuff. You understand? So yeah. some might become lawyers, some might become doctors, some might become engineers, and so forth like that. And hoop on the weekends. You know what I mean? Make yeah. beats on the weekends because. That's what they love. I mean, that's your and, passion. You know, yeah, that's that. That's the passion. That's your it. passion. If that's your passion and stuff, whatever, then you know, no one can kill your passion and stuff, whatever. That's just be your thing. 
If you can make your passion into paper, then that's a different story. Then that's, you know, if, that's a bonus. Yeah, that's, that's a, bonus. a bonus. Exactly. So, I mean, that be that. So, yeah, man. I mean, I guess we'll look forward to all the, the video footage and stuff, all that, you know, future to come. Yeah, I, I you know, I, I, I took quite a few pics. Um, I got uh, some, some video footage. Of course, it's just all beats, so I didn't want to go too heavy on it. Because um, you're stealing shit from there. No, you know what? I... I when I when I do it, I'm gonna credit everyone. Make sure they get their rightful credit. So just in case somebody out there hears it, then they know definitely know where to go and and, and find, find out. Guys. And I mean that's what the whole weekend is about. That's why I'm a part of it because I like to see who's new, who's up and coming, and you know those who are deserving of a chance get a chance. And it's it's a platform that's designed that way. And it's like I said, it's been 14th year. Next year is going to be a big one for us. 15, 15 years in the making, and like I said, it's not only do we look at it as exposure uh, for some of these guys, but you know, a few of them have gone on to be Grammy award winning, uh, Billboard charting, worked with major artists. College ball, nigga. That's what I just said. Work with major artists. Yeah, so it's, it's like, definitely. Yeah, you'll, go, you'll go from that level and stuff. Not everybody's going to be a LeBron James or some savant type of kid that just don't go to these type of places and just come up and just bam out. Yeah. Because there's probably tons of dudes and stuff, whatever, with the FL studio in their spot trying to do the ones and twos and stuff, whatever, and they're not getting anywhere, no hits, no one's buying their beats and stuff, whatever, but they hear this competition yeah. and it puts them on a platform for at least some eyes can get on them, some recognition. Yeah, yeah. So as I'm saying, like, yeah, after that, whatever, once the eyes go on them, it's a, the sky's the limit. I mean, and again, and it's, I can't stress enough how, you know, we were happy that, you know, big shout out to Jared Henderson, man, from USA Today. To you know, taking the time to to recognize these producers and actually want to do a piece about it, you know what I mean? It's it's uh it, it's really big for the competition. It's big for these guys, and it's and like I said, it's it's a glimpse into a world that people who love and listen to music don't really get to see. Right. So you know, so now you 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 get to understand the creators of the the you know the sounds that you hear that make some of your favorite artists great. True. All right, man. It's dope, man. It's dope. Let's get, let's get some shit, man. Mr. Presence, though, man. I, I, I like having my wingman at events like that, but I know you was you was off doing I'm something in, important. I'm to and fro everywhere. Yeah, all the I, I was off doing something I'm important. A man, so, so somebody told me I'm a man of fucking mystery because like they said, yo ass and stuff, whatever. You always be posting up shit and going here Well, I got to gotta let them know the, the sons is this, actually this is, on the streets. This is true, whatever. But then they were looking at me and stuff for that. Like, I, you know, it was that little, little soiree and stuff for that. They're like... How come you don't post no photos? No, nah, man. You incognito, so, so, man. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, people coming from my head, man. Most of the time, people coming from my head. So I gotta be prepared to just defend it and stuff. But I'm like, it ain't all that. But I I'm I mean what I say and I say what I mean when I say be mindful what you post. Yeah, yeah. I do take a lot of snapshots and stuff for them. But I'm not gonna be exposing every damn thing and stuff for that. And I and I always try to look tactful and stuff for them when I'm doing whatever. And Sometimes it's especially with the IG, like my personal IG, I fuck with it, whatever, you know, terrorize, yeah. you know, yeah. with, with your beat battle, money battle. Like, what's <laughs> happening? Like, well, where are we going with this? You want a beef on the IG? I'm like, come see me in the studio then. Come see me at Quagmire's crib. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll, I will say this. On the show, you, you have the loudest mouth. You, That's we'll, not we'll, true. We'll, we'll, we'll That's give you, not true. We'll give you the loudest mouth award. That's and not then, true. 
on the gram, I have more of the physical appearance. So we, I mean, we balance. Mr. Photo Ho. I'm the photo ho. So we balance each other out. You know facts, what I mean? Facts, it's, absolutely. It's, it's, you know, absolutely. I'm, I'm making sure that we're, we're represented. We keep the, the IG live and popping. People see what we do. And you're here just, you know what I mean? You're, 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 you're bringing the, the, the tough questions. You're bringing the, the hot topics. And you're making sure yeah, that the, yeah, the people, show is interesting to listen to. Well, appreciate it. People are scared to ask them my questions. If, if, I, if, I, if I roll up on somebody and stuff, whatever, yeah. I'm like, yo, let me ask you something. Shit, it's a political son's question. And they just run for the hills. I'm like, slow down. I just want to ask you, can I get a glass uh, of water? But, well, you know what, then? Maybe it's, maybe it's a good thing that people don't know what you look like. So then you can roll up on them incognito the and, the streets can and work. ask those questions. Remember, because some of the, on the sons of the streets, so yeah. there we go. Oh lordy, oh lordy, that's Mark. That's overcame off. Yeah. I got to hide. People, he people might, might come and ask me a question. Man, look, there's one, there's one girl. Remember the, the the time when we did the whole thing and stuff at the community center with the with the chick? Yeah, yeah. She's like, oh, you guys have a podcast? Like, <laughs> yeah. She's like, she's like, what kind of questions and stuff for that? She's like. What would I do if I was a man for 24 hours? I'm like, yeah, we're going to catch you on video. No, 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 no. no, no. She ran. She just took off. She, remember, because she was smoking? She yeah. took off and just ran off the court yeah, never yeah, came back. Yeah. Salute to Mystery Slimmy and stuff, wherever you are. stuff. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, Once they get a dose of, like, I guess, the kind of monster that I am, <laughs> they run for the hills. I, you know what it is? We need to, we need to go out on a, like a club night. And we need to get people who've already got alcohol in their system. Oh, you 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 want to get the, the sloshed? Well, the we don't want we don't want them to have too much alcohol. But you know, the the free up the the the, the inhibition. Yeah, the, that 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 level. Yeah, you know what I mean. We'll catch them. Yeah, we'll catch we, them. we we gotta catch some of those. We'll catch them. Yeah, catch some of those. All right, man. Um, let's get to the next topic: Amazon Fire. Quite frankly. Jeff Bezos should be paying for this shit to put out any kind of fire. Well, I mean, his company is called if, fucking Amazon. If you name your, your company Amazon, and it's probably you, one Amazon of, better save Amazon. One of the biggest companies in the world. You 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 know, you one of the richest men in the world. You, you, Granted, you're not you know, half, half the man, man you used are, to be. You know? Facts, <laughs> facts. You ain't half the man you, you used man. to be. Shout out to my boo Mackenzie. Marv is out here single. She, she came in and she dug one half of those pockets. Yeah, she she dug in, man. But, but um, I mean, still with the amount of money that you have, you could have just. You ain't need nobody to help you. Nah, he could be Captain Planet by his goddamn self. By him damn self, and just 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 think of. I mean, obviously, we want it to be done because it supplies 20% of the world's oxygen. Absolutely. But could you imagine the PR if Amazon saved, saved Amazon. Amazon? Yeah. That'd be, I mean, it would be a perfect play of words, man. You know, you, you see what I mean? Like The, from, nar- the narrative would sell everywhere, though. From, from a perspective, you would have just wiped out all the evilness that your company has been, you know what I mean, been Blamed talking for. Yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, exactly. absolutely. He that one shot. Right. Would have just would have just did it. They would, damn, this man gave us back 20% of our oxygen. Yeah. You know what I mean? People would be looking at it like that. Right. You know, you know, instead of the narrative that we have today. But you know, it's it's one of those things that I just see a lot of talking and not a lot of action. Everybody and telling you, everybody loves the concept of saving the world, but no one wants to help save the world. Yeah, right. You're right. 
So, I mean, when it comes down to it and stuff, like you were saying about the your post with the cathedral. Yeah. Right? Everybody and stuff, whatever, loves the fact that, like, yeah, God comes first and all the above, but God created rainforest. Man created cathedral. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean... And I'm saying to myself, ain't that a bitch? Because, well, first of all, it took us almost a week to find out the damn rainforest was on fire. And how, do, how did the rainforest catch on fire anyway? Man-made shit, man. But, you know, ministry slaps, though, whatever, right? Mm. Ministry always slap, whatever. Like, think about, who was it? Creflo Dollar, T.D. Jakes, you know, Joe Alstein, you yeah. know, those type yeah. of religious dudes. Them dudes, they see in paper. People know about them names because of the paper and stuff, whatever, right? The Amazon stuff, I think what fucked me up about the Amazon that kind of got my head was I'm like, what if the cure for AIDS was in that sector that got burned down? Mm. And God, God's probably up there looking like Kermit the Frog with the T like, well, bitch, you, you, you could have helped yourselves, but it's, it's a man-made fire, right? It's, it's funny that you... It's funny that you mentioned religion and we, we, know, we, we talk about, you know... The the cathedral that mm. I mean we knew we knew the very next day that it, it, it you know it caught on fire and you know before someone can say we'd like donations money was already rolling in yeah. I mean I think by but by, by day three they reached like a like a billion dollars or yeah. something stupid like that got the money back real quick look at that right and look at something like the Amazon rainforest that supplies us with twenty percent. Of the world's oxygen, right? Mm. You would think something like that. Ministers would say, "Man, we gotta save God's planet." Listen, instead of y'all donating to the church this week, we gonna set up a fund for the Amazon. Nah, nah, mm. ain't nothing happen. Nah, money nah. over money matters over morals. Money matters over morals. Yeah. Nah, is that, is that something we can do? We, we can soul saves the sons with yeah, that fuck one? fuck it. We'll run with it. All right, we run I with, came that. with it. We run with that. <laughs> I never heard of nowhere else. All right. <laughs> yeah. I ain't never heard of that, so I'm going to make sure we, yeah. we're going to run with that one. Yeah, because I mean, a lot of people and stuff, they look at that, they look at it like, yo, it's not in their eyesight or it's not close to them, so it has nothing to do with them. But no one cares about the systemic effect, right? Like, what is it? The butterfly effect. Yeah. You kill a butterfly, a lot of other shit happens on another side of the world, parts of the world, that you don't know, but something else is ha- still happening, right? Yeah. So, I mean, eventually, when you have these, I want to say these environmental or scientist people and stuff, whatever, come out and speak about it, that's when people look like, huh, shit, I never thought of it. Right, right. But until then... This just falling on deaf ears and stuff until we're done, whatever. Like, eventually we're going to have a planet and stuff, whatever. It's going to be hard as fuck to breathe. Yeah. We're going to have no damn resources. Yeah. And the rich-ass motherfuckers and stuff are going to be living right outside the planet in like a little space pod, just looking and stuff, whatever. Just Elysium. You, ever see, you seen that movie Elysium? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, Elysium. Elysium. But Elysium, see, see, as I'm saying, I fuck with anime. Yeah. Gundam. So in this anime mm. called Gundam and stuff, they had these right. things called space colonies. Okay, okay. So the space colony people and stuff, whatever, the people who had dollars, right? Um, they were called the new type people. Right, okay. The new type. And then you had the regular earthly people and stuff that lived on Earth and stuff, whatever. Yeah. So they made like bootleg farmlands and all that type of stuff for them in the space, but the people in space always looked at like, 
pitiful poor people. That's why you're still on Earth. So you're still on Earth. Right. Yeah, so yeah. then when I seen Elysium and stuff for her, I'm like, y'all stole this from Gundam. Y'all owe them people money in Japan. Sunrise better come get y'all niggas. But you know what? It was just mind my business. Yeah, mind your business. Mind my business. Yeah, yeah. But if y'all do get that money, Sunrise, you remember Mars stood up for you, so cut the check. Cut the Particle check. Sun, cut CTC. But yeah. So I'm saying like, we as people throw myself in the mix as well. Yeah. Whatever, right? But we as people and stuff, whatever, don't put that best foot forward pertaining to our overall world. Yeah. Because I remember somebody said this shit to me one day and I threw, I was, I ate something, say I threw away the wrapper and stuff on the ground. They're like, oh, why are you so quick to throw the wrapper and stuff on the ground? Because it's trash. But you probably stay with a trash ass girlfriend for like years. Ooh. I went back and I picked that bitch up and I held it until Ooh. I found me a garbage can. Yo, this shit hurt. Ooh. But it was facts. Facts. So I think twice now and stuff, whatever that one, if I'm going to go like just dump some shit on the ground and everything like that, yeah. whatever. Yeah. I'm like, no. You I, know, that that's something when I was younger, I would, I, I wouldn't care. I would just throw, you know what I mean? Like a gum wrapper? Yeah, yeah. I would just say fuck it. it. Yeah. But I'm, I don't know. It's why well, I don't see just now, but it's been a while where I've just been super conscious with stuff. I'll put shit in my pocket before I throw it on, throw it on the ground. That's and, true, because and, you know, eventually when you empty out your pockets, you throw it in the yeah, garbage. Yeah, yeah, So it, it, it's funny that we're talking about that, because last night mm-hmm. at, the, at the Battle of the Beatmakers competition, mm-hmm. when the producers had come to me, and and man, this is what I'm talking about. Like the when you you know people are humble. I had the smallest piece of paper that was was crunched up, and another piece. Of, I think it was like a tissue that I had in my hand. I was looking for a garbage can, mm-hmm. right? A producer came up to me. He goes, "Do you know where the garbage can is?" Mm-hmm. And I go, um, "Well, I haven't seen one, but I was looking for one too." And he goes, "Yeah, because I had this piece of paper." He had a even. Sp- Smaller piece of paper. Mm. They could just that, that off I, they had that that I had and he had in his hands. But he didn't want he just didn't want to throw it away. So anyway, I'm looking around and stuff like that. So I said, you know what? We're by the bar. I'm pretty sure the bartender has a, a garbage can and so forth like that. Mm. So I walked over to the producer and I and I was like, yo. I didn't find a garbage can, but give me that piece of garbage. He goes, Oh, I, I put it in my pocket, it was just a little small piece. Then he went in his pocket. I said, no, let's, let's go ahead. Just give it to me and I'll, I'll yeah, ask the bartenders. So he went in his pocket and he gave me the, the smallest piece of garbage that I've ever seen. Something that it would have probably fell out of your pocket. You wouldn't have known anyway. Right. You know what I mean? Right. People would have walked past it a million times because it was just so damn small. They wouldn't have seen it and be like, why would you do that? You know what I mean? And he gave it to me. So I just, you know, I asked the bartender. I go, is there any garbage cans around? I didn't want to directly ask her, you know, can you throw this in the garbage? She's like, is there any garbage cans around where I can throw away this garbage? She looked around and she's like, uh, not not that she could think of, which is weird. I mean, we, we're, in a, we're in a venue. You right. should have garbages around, right? And she, she goes, well, what do you have? And then I showed her my hand, which was like the two smallest piece of papers that you can imagine more and a crushed up napkin. Right. And she's like, give me that shit. So I gave it to her and she threw it in the garbage. But just that mindset of not wanting to 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 litter the earth or treat the earth like it's just mind you, we're which not even good. outside. We're no, in a venue and we saying. still have that mentality. Right, which is great. I mean, like a lot of people and stuff, they come to a point of time now where they know you shouldn't be littering. Yeah. But they still give 
zero Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah. Right? So if they don't give it two Massachusetts, then what the fuck? What the fuck? So, I mean, I don't know. I look at it and stuff as that we, us as people and stuff, whatever, we just need to do better about saving our planet. Um, these man-made fires, they need to stop. Like, ASAP. Salute to the indigenous people and stuff that are losing land and stuff, whatever, over there in Brazil. Well, I, I, I was about to say, I just find it funny how they, they won a court battle to save their land. Their land. And then, like, a week later... Their land's on fire. Yeah, because it's man-made, man. They, they know what it is. They're, they're going to dig lots and make parking lots and stuff, whatever. Any empty space you see... Look, we live in a concrete jungle and stuff, whatever, like Toronto. Yeah. Any empty lots you see over a period of time and stuff, whatever, that becomes ground for either a building, a complex, or something where they can house people or make some money and stuff off of it. This is true. Capital. This is true. It's capital, right? So that's what happens in this type of society we're in and stuff, whatever, so... Let's pray, you know, keep your thoughts and prayers and stuff, whatever, Amazon and stuff. Thoughts and prayers to the Amazons and uh, those of you in your mega churches, I challenge you next Sunday to make a collection offering plate for the Amazon. Yeah. Thoughts and prayers and stuff as well to Odessa, Texas for that crazy shooter that took place yesterday on Saturday, the 31st. Um... Very fucked up. My yeah, man. Thoughts, thoughts and prayers for for those people, man. As a father for a toddler, and a found to find out another toddler and stuff got shot. Not feeling comfortable and stuff about it, whatever. But I mean, these shooting things they they they're getting out of hand, and you know, people are starting to get jaded and stuff from it, whatever. Because you're just expecting the worst stuff for that that kind of pop up now, whatever, right? So getting out of hand. People are getting jaded. People are you know. Not only people are getting jaded, but people are getting numb to the whole situation. To almost to the fact where I know it's a, it's a it's a big thing with the the U.S. having this Category Five hurricane that's approaching Dorian. But that's all that I've seemed to be seeing on the news today. Today, today, yeah. yesterday, yesterday, yesterday was a shooting thing. Yesterday, stuff, so that dominated the news yesterday. In the evening hours, as of it did. But think about the last shooting, though. That I mean, that was at least two, three days worth of news. Yeah, but they didn't have no damn hurricane it's coming us. at that time because remember, remember Katrina fucked up the damn dollar system and stuff, whatever over yeah, there, right? Right. So that was that was their main thing. So they're thinking Dorian might fuck up their dollar system too. So let's mm. put a, let's, let's put the spotlight on this Dorian thing. Be like, yeah, that's what I said. People are getting jaded from the shooting. Yeah, yeah. They're like, all right, we don't want to hear no more about the shootings because less than a month, three already popped off and everything and stuff, whatever. So now let's get to some new shit. Wow. And, and Dorian might, it might just hit land, weaken on strength, and then move forward and stuff. And then you live happily ever after. Light, little light flooding. Power outage for a few areas and stuff for their boat. Everything will be back in commission and stuff in a few days over wow. these five people who were killed will never see light again. Um, and, and that's what I'm And, and these 21 people about. who are injured, a lot of things might have a lot of long-term effect on them and stuff worse than Amazon. That's, that's what I'm thinking about, man. Like, like right now, we, we, you're preparing for something and worrying about something 
that may not happen. There's a good there's a good chance that it it it, it will happen, and maybe a good chance that it, it it'll leave some destruction. Mm. But there's also a chance that it might not happen. Versus something that we know has actually happened and people are still mourning over. Wow. Yeah, man. Yo, so salute to those peoples and stuff, whatever. Oh, and salute to them. Um, prayers goes out to the to the families of the victims and those who are you know, currently in the hospital trying to make a recovery. We hope you 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 bounce back and I don't know, but I, I at this point I think on our platform we've said as much as we possibly can say about gun control, what we think may or should happen. That you know, at you know, every time that something like this pops off, <laughs> we're at the risk of sounding like a broken record at this point because what more, what more can you add to it? Pretty much, I mean that's it. The only other thing I I would say is um, you know, they had the shooting at that garlic festival in Cali, and they have a garlic festival here popping off in Toronto. I'm not bringing my black ass there to go get shot. I don't know, man. I think. I think you're safer. At, I think you're safer at a garlic festival. Are you? Hold on, hold on. In Toronto, really? Nigga? Then you are safer than a garlic festival. In, let's say in ain't, Alaska. Ain't, ain't. I think anything the U.S. owns is bound to, to be doomed. Really, nigga? But, well, well, how so, much? So they, they don't pop off here. What, what, well, okay. The, the, the homicide rate is not raising here. Well, well, let's think about this. The homicide rate is raising here, okay. right? But this is these are targeted. How many mass shootings do you know of that's happening in Canada? The mall one. Yeah, there's random random few, but how long ago was the mall one? A few years back now. And how many people was that in, in that, that incident? I think I think like three or four people and stuff, whatever, got shot. That where was that again? Eaton that, Center. Eaton Center. Eaton Center. Oh, but that, that was years ago. Yeah. Okay, versus what? <laughs> the mass shooting that happened yesterday right? and the mass shooting that happened weeks before the one that happened yesterday mm-hmm. versus the over 300 and something mass shootings that they've had in the U.S. for the year to what, maybe one or I think we may, may have had one this year. One or two? No, I think it's just one. One or two, because so, I see, I see some, I see some stats stuff. They were saying like, yeah, there's been three hundred like mass shootings, something like that, yeah, so far in yeah, America. Yeah, I think like Canada was somewhere there. Maybe think, one, one or maybe one or two. I think one or two. UK had like I think one or two, yeah. and then I think everybody else in most countries had just Z- one, one or zero, one coming. Yeah, one or zero coming down. Okay, so. I think I stand by my prediction that I you're kind of safe going to the garlic festival in Toronto, Mark. I'm not taking no Go chances. Go get garlic on your breath, bro. I'm not taking any chances and stuff, hey. whatever. I'm, I'm saying this in a non-racial type of way, but take it how you want it. With all these shootings, yeah. I'm kind of iffy on some Caucasian folk now. Kind of iffy so, on some Caucasian folk. So you, so you think somebody's going to have some, some bad garlic in Toronto and be like, yo, listen. I, I don't know. People don't look happy no more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People don't look happy, whatever. Be like, hey, how are you? <sighs> they growl and shit, whatever. I'm like, all right, there, calm down, <laughs> pit bull. But yeah, I mean, yo, like, like I said, I don't know what to say and stuff about those things, but let's get to some lighter shit. Or no, let's get to some, some other shit. So 
Peep game. Yeah. DeMarcus Cousins, right? Boogie. Boogie. What's Boogie up to? What's Boogie up to, man? Boogie, they, they don't he have, didn't he have like an injury to his leg or something like that? He's something. always injured. He's always injured. He's, yeah. When you're, when, you're big, when you're big and you're a baller, mm-hmm. I think you're more likely to get broken and stuff, whatever, like that. That's why I think, you know, LBJ, boy, I think he on some incredible Hulk serum or something, whatever, because with him and his groin injury and stuff earlier this year, yeah. I was like, I'm shocked. That was the only injury I seen him with. Other than that, he's been a perfect attendance kind of guy. But you know what? He's, he, I mean, he's been like, Physical from birth. I mean, coming out of high school, he was like brolic. You know what I mean? So, so you can't get hurt. No, I'm not saying that you can't get hurt, but yeah. he looked like if he was, if there was anybody to be big and have size and be sturdy, he looked like he 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 he, he was going to be sturdy. So what about Boogie? You don't think he looked like that? But, but Boogie, like, if if we look at the physique of LeBron, and then look at the physique of Boogie. We're talking about now and then, or I'm talking now? Coming, no, I'm, no, I'm talking about coming into the league. Right, okay. Right? Yeah. Uh, look at the, the physique of LeBron coming into the league. And remember, he came in as a, a high schooler. Yeah, he was slim thugging. Versus Boogie, who came in, in, in the college. Right, college, right? Right. He, I think LeBron would have been more sturdier at that point than Boogie. I don't know. Just me. And cocaine. Boogie a little bit, Boogie a little bit more longer. You know what I mean? So that may have his effect. He, he put a little bit more weight on, which was, you know, it's not muscle, it's weight, mm. right? That might have a little effect on it. But uh, I wouldn't be put it past LeBron being on any Superman serum. HGH, man. HGH, human growth I hormone. I wouldn't put it past it. But yeah, so the what Boogie and stuff, whatever, his shit and stuff is that his he's getting married. His baby mother and stuff for his son. She contact, well, he contacted her on a phone conversation. She recorded the full phone conversation from jump. Your spider sense should have went off. Yeah, yeah. My spider sense would have went off and yeah. stuff, whatever, automatic. He asked if his son could be present at his wedding coming up. She said no. So from conversation went from calm, cool, calm, and collective, till she threw him out of character and he said, paraphrasing, you know, I got a bullet for your head. And okay. she took that kindly and just... Took the phone conversation, yeah. I guess gave it to the authorities, and gave it to TMZ, because after TMZ got wind of it, the authorities and stuff, they issued a warrant for his arrest. Oh, they, they issued a they warrant because he, he, yeah, he, he uttered the threat. Uttered the threat, whatever, right? So from there, I'm looking at it and stuff, I was like, yo, this is a fucked up baby mama drama right I, here. I wonder, if, I wonder if she had given them the context or if she allowed them to hear the phone conversation in full and not just the part where he made the threat? No, she probably gave she probably gave him a piece and stuff whatever from like, I want to say from what I heard from TMZ. Yeah. I'm assuming that's the same piece she probably gave to them. She gave him the same piece? Yeah. Because I'm thinking to myself, you, you know, and with officers, I guess you, 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 you do have a certain amount of rationale, but then again... You still have to follow. You still have to follow procedures and protocols and so forth like that. So, while they probably probably not take Boogie seriously, Mm -hmm. she's coming to them with this. They gotta take it into action. Facts. Yeah, it's like one time I I was in a uh, I was in a just a little side note. One time I was in an accident. Right, little fender bender. There was. Absolutely no damage to the, the the car in front of me. No damage to the car behind me. Mm. Right. 
The husband came out. He's, you know, making up all his noise, this, that, and the third. The wife comes out. She is calm as hell. And this is how I know ain't nothing wrong with the passengers in the car. Because these motherfuckers got little kids in the backyard. And these kids are making, fun of me, making funny faces at me. So I'm like, everybody's okay, right? Mm-hmm. The wife looked, I don't know if they were looking to go somewhere. The wife is like, like showing his wrist, like we got to get out of here. And the husband's like, no. So they stay there. They made me stay there. And we got we had to wait for the, the police to come and so forth like that, right? right? So meanwhile, we're waiting for the police to come. This ambulance pulls up and he's like, is everybody okay? He's like, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm not fine. You know, they look fine and stuff like that. So he went to ask, you know, the people in the the vehicle if they were okay. Yo, next minute, I see the lady coming out, holding her neck, holding her back. Oh. Walking towards the ambulance. And I'm saying to myself, payday. I'm like, what the hell? So the ambulance driver comes over to me. He's like, he's not, he's not in his head side to side. He goes, listen, I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with this lady, but because she says that there's something wrong, I got to take her to the hospital. So I'm like, man, it is what it is. Were they Sri Lankan? I don't know if they were Sri Lankan, but I can tell you they, they were, were East Indian they descent. They were East Indian well, descent. That's it, man. So I got a fucking story for that shit too. You got a story? For, oh, should, should we wrap up the A boogie before you? Because uh, <laughs> we'll get back to that. We'll, we'll shit, get back man. to the A boogie. Yeah, I'm, I'm emotional, man. Because I'm, Cause you I'm, know, I'm, I'm, had me emotional. Yeah, I'm emotional. Yeah, had me emotional. Yeah, hey, listen. Hey, listen. Our East Indian listeners out there. Don't we? We're not. We're not blaming all of y'all. We I'm blaming the majority of the Sri Lankan community. I am. <laughs> y'all got some scam going on y'all, and stuff. Whatever. Listen, 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 man. It's been quite a few times that I've been privy to this scam, man. Yo, and, and it ain't the Caucasians, and it ain't us black people. But continue. Yo, um, one morning I'm driving to work. When I'm driving to work and everything like that, picture there's two lanes. I'm in the left lane. Yeah. In the right lane. OPP pulled over somebody and stuff, whatever. The biggest reason for people getting into accidents most of the time and stuff is they rubberneck. Yes. Yes. Light turned green. No one is going anywhere. Right. Right? I'm like, why is nobody moving? When the car in front of me, who was the Sri Lankan driver and stuff, whatever, he got close enough to see the OPP, I guess, dealing with that person they pulled over coming off um, the highway and stuff over there. Right. He jammed on his brakes to be extra nosy. So now he jammed on his brakes. I jammed on my brakes. Yeah. Barely tapped the man bumper. This is exactly what happened in my situation. type of car, I had the Integra back then. So with the Integra, it left like a little abrasion and stuff on the the bumper and stuff, whatever, right? Yeah. My man was driving a 1992 Volkswagen Golf. All right? (laughs) All right. Cool, cool. Officer and stuff, he looked at us. He's like, Shit. So he looked at the dude. He's like, why did you stop? Yeah. The light turned green. He's like, uh, uh, uh. He's like, pull over here. Yeah. And he looked at me. He's like, kid, you got to pull over too. Yeah. Pulled over. I'm like, look, man, you barely got any kind of dents and stuff to your shit because the way how the brakes and stuff works on the Integra, they're in the front. Right. So the car went sink down when I stamped on brakes. Mm. So I got like a little nice little dent in and uh, stuff. On the top, right, right, right. Right, on the top piece. So I'm like, 
I'm like, fuck it. I'm like, you want to go through insurance or you want to just fix this and stuff? Because your shit is lighter than mine or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. This man, my neck is starting to hurt. Motherfucker. <laughs> I'm like, really? Really, nigga? So I'm like, all right, you know what? Let's go through insurance because you're already on this bullshit and stuff, whatever, right? So yeah. I'm like, here's my insurance info. This is your insurance info. The cop come over there, write him the ticket. He didn't give me a ticket because mm. he's like... Kid, you were just victim of falling too close. Yeah. But yeah. this person stopped on the green to yeah. rubberneck. Yeah. So that's why I'm giving him the ticket, whatever, yeah. right? So I'm like, whoop, whoop, saved by the bell. Same situation that ha- the same situation that happened with, with me when the police came over. Because d- listen, the dude was just acting extra to the point the police was getting he was getting pissed off now. Right. And he kept coming out, he's like, yo, I didn't tell you to get out your car, go back to your car. So he goes to you, and when he was finished, he goes, Listen, I'm not writing any tickets here. So just so just go on your way. Yo, Marv, when I tell you, I barely touched... Listen, it was... it was. I wouldn't say it was snowing that day, but it, it, like, like it had snowed. A little down. So, yeah, I mean, so there was like snow on top of the bumper. Okay. The snow didn't even move off the bumper. Damn. That's how, that's how light the, the touch was. Right, because the truck was heavy. The snow would have dropped the, the, the ground. The snow would have dropped fell. off, right? Yeah. That's how light the hit was. <clears throat> they got a scam going on, man. I want in. So, peep game. After all that said and done and stuff, whatever, this is like November. I remember because it was a, a Call of Duty game, whatever. Like, I think one of the Modern Warfare's and shit was dropping. So, like, November 2009. Yeah. Right? Mine and my BI and everything and stuff, whatever. The statute of limitations for car accidents is two years. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So, the Halloween, me and my peoples and stuff was about to dip. Me and Ben, me and Ben Dillinger's brother, we about to dip somewhere. All right, okay. So I'm about to scoop him. He about him like he's like, I'm gonna come through the house. I'm like, I bet. Then we're gonna go dip off to some Halloween little function. Yeah, right? yeah. I get a knock at the door. I'm thinking it's him. I'm like, what up? Some chubby dude and stuff with some glasses. He's like, Hey, Marvin. I'm like, Yeah. Here you go. I've been served. <laughs> what? So I'm like, I got served. I'm like, What the fuck? I get served for? I'm opening shit up, but this dude, he's still walking. He cut. Whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. So he just, he just needs the paper to be in your hand, and he's good. He's good said, to go. The dude, the Sri Lankan dude, is that I'm not gonna say his full name, but just you know, for for satire purposes, Rampantanananantan. Yeah, yeah. Versus Marv. So I'm looking like, hold the fuck up. This man is issuing a lawsuit for quarter of a million dollars off a 1992 Volkswagen Golf. Quarter of a million. Quarter of a million dollars. dollars. 250 racks. Wow. So I'm looking, I'm like, I'm reading this shit. Wow. I'm getting like, heart palpitations and stuff. But I'm like, <laughs> I don't got that kind of bread on me and stuff like that. Whatever. I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to start sucking dick on Church Street to start paying this money now. Wow. Whatever, right? I'm like, what's going on? Reading through it. He lost he lost the ability to do day-to-day life. For the listeners and stuff, whatever, this is a standard lawsuit they issue when you're in an injury with a yeah. car accident and stuff, whatever. Yeah, yeah. You can't perform day to day duties, lost enjoyment to life, can't make partner um, feel good with pleasure. Yo, this shit was crazy. <laughs> I was sweating bullets that night and everything like that. Yeah. So then enters Ben's brother now. Right. I'm telling him and stuff. And I'm like, yo, I just got served. I opened up the door for a dude I thought it was you and everything and stuff, whatever. He looked and he started laughing. He's like, oh, that's small change. His boy got into a bumper to bumper with somebody and the guy sued him for a million. Wow. So he's like, step your game up. So then that's when I start, I stopped sweating. I'm like, oh, this is a standard thing. He's like, yeah, just contact your insurance company and everything like that, whatever. Yeah. 
my insurance company went to court and everything stuff with him. Yeah. He got zero dollars zero cents because he waited so long for the statute of limitations. If you lost enjoyment to life, yes. this is shit you mentioned in the beginning. You, you don't wait till almost two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of so course. I'm like, yo, fuck them and their bullshit. My my situation was kind of similar, but it wasn't that bad. I think um, I think it may have been a year or two after that. Uh, the police called me to follow up because mm-hmm. I guess they must have needed. I'm, I don't know. I don't know what was happening. But I guess they needed to follow up with the statement that they had taken from me mm-hmm, from that time, and and from that time. So when they had caught me, and I was saying, well, obviously there might have been some legal procedure that that like you know what I mean that might might have been taking place, and now they you know they're calling the, maybe the police for the witness or this. That. I didn't get served with anything, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I just know it was stemming from back then. Mm-hmm. Nah. Back to boogie. <laughs> <laughs> Back to Boogie. Man, well, Boogie and his situation and stuff, whatever, like the laws and the courts, they side with whoever tends to go with them and stuff, whatever, first. Right? right? Okay. Man, I know baby mamas can get wild. Tell me the worst baby mama drama story that you know. Um, The ones that I know of is just women keeping their kids hostage, man. Yeah, I, had, I, I, I had a, I had, well, I, he's still a good friend, a friend of mine. He hadn't seen his kids in, I got to say, it's got to be over two years now. Damn. It's got to it's gotta be over two years now. And he literally had to, he literally had to remove himself from the situation, fearing that he might, he might do something out of the ordinary. And, and, and threat, and, yeah, lay a, lay a boogie threat, and, and lay a boogie threat, you and, see? And, and maybe even you know what I mean take that threat. Of, he had to remove himself from the situation because he was heated over that, and rightfully so. I mean, here it is, you know, you you know, you hear the song, "Let's go half on a baby." Like this is half you, half of this is you. You right. understand you. You and you, it's not like you've never been a part of the, 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 the kids' lives. You've been a part of the kids' lives. Right. Up to a certain age. You understand? Mm-hmm. Now, all of a sudden, your, your, your baby mama want to give you some sort of drama and like cut that bond altogether. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you're gonna, you gonna go through some things, man. Of course. 100%. You ain't human if you don't. Of course, you know, I, I, my hearts go out to your dude and other men and stuff in that situation because there's dudes out here that give zero fucks about the kids until they oh, become yeah. like a, Le, a LeBron or something yeah. and get some paper yeah. in them yeah. and then try to look for them and stuff later. LeBron, Shaq, mm-hmm. those type of like um, deadbeat dads and stuff, whatever, you know what I'm saying? So those those things and stuff, whatever, they they hurt, man. Like, salute to those dudes, man. What about you? You, you heard anything crazy? Uh, I have one where... The chick, she tried to gouge the dude and stuff with her for more paper. Oh yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That's that's. She a, tried. To, she tried to gouge. Her that's for a regular more, trope. True. <laughs> she tried to gouge her for more paper and stuff whatever. But what she ended up doing and stuff with her in the process is that she went to the courts with the bullshits and stuff. Said that he has other side hustles and other businesses and everything, whatever. Yeah. But luckily, she couldn't prove anything and stuff like substantial. Okay. She had photos. She t- she took personal photos with her cell phone oh, of him doing like these little one or two little missions and stuff. Cause the man he he was banging like t shirts and all the little side little yeah, things and yeah, stuff, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And she tried to scrape him for the t shirt. Everything, everything. Wow. Everything. And he had he had his own. He he, had, he has a woman. So picture this. 
the chick, the baby mama with the, with the issue. Yeah. He cheated on his woman. Yeah. Him and his woman still worked that out and stuff, whatever. And yeah. a kid just came out of the baby mama drama with that situation. Okay, okay, Whatever, okay, right? Okay, so okay. she's like, he has a kid at home with his wife. Yeah. And then he has his other kid and stuff and everything, like whatever. And she still tried to scrape money out of other kids' mouth and that household and stuff. He's like, she's like, she said to him, why are you guys over there eating, um, what she, he said, he said, she's mad that we're eating Baton Rouge. Yeah, yeah. When she can only afford Red Lobster. I'm like, you still eating? You acting like it's like some Mickey D's dollar menu or some shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Well, come on, Marvin. It is Red Lobster. Motherfuck. It, it versus versus Bat, Baton Rouge? Bro. I was like, I was like, yo. If she had said, nah, you know, he he eating, what's 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 a step up from Red Lobster? Red Lobster? Um, would be a step up Root from Root no, that's that's a that's, that's too a high. No, no, that's, that's, too high. High. that's too high. You you pass a Baton Rouge with that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it would be a step up from Red Lobster. Anyway, but if, yeah. if you know if it was slightly, then I'm saying, yeah, yeah, but she mentioned Baton Rouge, man. Yeah. yeah so, she but you to... know what though? But hold up, hold up, hold up. But with her now, yeah. When she went to the course with all that shit, the course is like. If you have all that extra time to do your own investigation with photos and all that type of stuff, whatever. The judge said you should put that time into making more money because it's half your child and half his child. So the amount he was given before, it got reduced. Yes. So it got reduced and everything and stuff. Then he kind of slid out the courtroom and he looked and he's like, you ungrateful Bitch. <laughs> and every now and then, you'll, 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 you'll buck a judge like that. Yeah. You'll, you'll get a judge like that. More often than not, though, you get the ones that side with the you, women. You, that side with the money with the woman. But you'll 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 get a judge like that. That will see plain plain as day. It's like yo, you sitting on your ass eating bonbons all day. Don't want to do anything for yourself. Well, some people so that means check right. So that means whatever money that's coming to your kid, you're also using that for your you're damn using self. self. Absolutely. So I mean, gay. I was just kind of fucked up. I don't know, man. But other than that, um, I pray I don't get no baby mama drama myself. I pray. I wish nobody that I rock with personally get no baby mama drama. But I look at it like it takes two to tango. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, yes. Women, we cannot tell you to do with your body when it comes to abortions and everything. Your body, your choice. But for men, our money, our choice. <laughs> tell that to the courts. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Let me hear you tell that one to the judge. <laughs> I hope I get a decent judge if it ever comes to it. Be like, yo, your honor, man. Like, hey, work with me, man. It's my money, man. It's all I got. Man. Well, you know, I, I, I got, you know, my two kids with my, my one wife. And, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's been good. I hope, you know, years later on, I don't have no mystery children pop up and <laughs> tell, me, tell me I got, I got to back pay. <laughs> me some bitch. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, I'll cry for you, man. Yeah. All right, man. Um, let me ask you this. Does anybody really like Drake anymore? Because the reason why I say that, I feel like everybody seems to be fucking with Drake. Let me say salute to Drake first and foremost. Salute to Drake. Drake is the only solo artist to have over 200 singles in the billboards. I know Jigga told most of the hip-hop world and stuff, we look at the billboard when we were young, and now we look at the billboard that like, gives you dumb. Yeah. But that's profound for a solo artist. So you know that man has been working. He's been in the industry for 14 years. Listen, I was speaking to um, 
a good friend of mine, La Crilly. He's the he's a um, a big guy over at uh, Roland Canada. I don't know what the fuck that is. So Roland, they make they make instruments. Okay. Right, and they make keyboards right. and and con- DJ controls and all, all that type of stuff. So he he's a he's a big guy for for Canada. He had just told me he had come back from um, of a, a trip from. Jatar, I think he said it was. Something like that. Jakarta? Jakarta, Jakarta. Okay. Nigga said he was in the marketplace and heard Drake playing. Yeah. And he looked at me, he goes, Drake is huge. Absolutely. He is, like, he, he, he goes, he, like, he couldn't believe it. He's like, look, I'm in the middle of the desert mm-hmm. and hearing Drake Play. He goes. You, he goes. You. You don't really. You don't really get to imagine the scope. He goes. And you know, I got a band. I've, I've been around the world playing. And wherever I go, I hear like this man is worldwide known. Facts. And so that that's the reason why it, it hits me. Like, how come does anybody not like Drake? Like, every now and then, Drake's getting hit with a lawsuit. People coming for us. Okay. Drake's got hit with a lawsuit for the nice for what sample and stuff, whatever, right? Yeah. Producer and stuff. Producer yeah. said Big Frida right. and Drake didn't pay him nothing for the sample and stuff that he used and stuff for the, for the beat. Whatever, right? So, but he had to pay for the sample. He probably, So he had to play for the... He probably... Hmm. Because I'm thinking he also... I, I think he also got the one um, for... Hotline uh, Bing? Who Drake? The the one with the Lauren Hill sample. I already got touched for that too. He got such he got touched for that. Yeah. He got to, and then the the big freedom the big, one. The big freedom one. That one. Yeah. And then remember he got touched with Hotline Bling and stuff a few but years ago. But I wouldn't necessarily but I wouldn't necessarily like the okay, like those sort of things, I wouldn't necessarily make it fall on Drake alone because a lot of these guys are getting sued for that. Absolutely. A lot of these guys are getting sued for Absolutely. that. Absolutely, but that's what I'm saying. You gotta go for the head. And if you go for the head and you take a swing and you miss whatever, you're gonna get some part of the body. Yeah. What's it gonna be? That's gonna be your your key to victory. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So then you have that. Then with his new tattoo and stuff, whatever, with him and the Beatles. Right, right. When the Beatles walking around across Abbey Road. Yeah. And Drake's looking back, waving at them. Yeah. And the Beatle community went at Drake. But I'm like, if a nigga name is Champagne Poppy, you know this, and he light skinned This is yeah, kind of like the realm is, of the bullshit he would do. But this is the type of. This is the type of. You're gonna expect that from the Beatles community. But why though? It's it's the man. But here's the funny thing, right? Okay. Let's look. Let's look. Twenty years from now, right? Mm. Somebody comes by, right? Mm-hmm. Enters the music world. And does the same thing what Drake does, smashes all the Drake's records, right? right? He get a tattoo of him waving back at Drake, waving, waving back, back at, at the Beatles. The Drake community gonna go nuts. I don't, but my thing and stuff is that I don't feel like anybody should go nuts over that, whatever, because I wanna say it's my body, my clothes, yeah. my, my thing. So like yes, you you have a right to say what you want you want to say and stuff of course, whatever right. right. But um, when you want to get enraged and stuff to the point where you're not bringing this to like the social media plugs and everywhere and stuff whatever. Yeah, I give two fucks, and I glad I'm glad that Drake that you know Mr. R B Graham R B Drake Graham and stuff is not giving two fucks stuff about it too because 
What was I watching? Boondocks. You got a photo, you got a portrait, and Boondocks stuff with her with. Thugnificent in all white and like a little like angel gown. Yeah. Tupac, Biggie, Malcolm X, Martin Luther King. And on the bottom of the portrait it says Thugs Angels. And they're like, oh, that's some asshole shit. Whatever. I'm like, but he spent his money for it. Yeah. Yeah. You can't tell me how to spend my money. Yo, if my tattoo is shit to you and stuff, whatever. Then that's it is what it is, but it means something to that person and stuff. One hundred percent. I mean, and listen, people are just people are just insensitive. You know, I mean, those same people would have hoped that nobody has would ever break the Beatles records, and to them, the Beatles are gods. But I mean, it's gonna be the same thing when you know if someone does come and eclipse what Drake does. Do you think somebody can? In today's times? In today's times, we live, I think we live, we live in a single world, I right? think it'll be very, very hard, unless the person is, is ultra-talented. Because you're right, we do live in a single world. So you have, I think, I think the fact that we live in a singles world, you yeah. have a lot more opportunity to for break? your singles to be on Billboard. Yes. But I think in a, in a, in a full-out collective and stuff, whatever, like how Drake's been doing it. Yeah. Remember, Drake has his albums to add to the to the stacks and stuff, yeah, whatever, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, um, like the songs like "Nice for What," um, was it the 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 Kiki? Do you love me? All those other type of tracks to add to the stacks. So even if you one album of Drake's might have at least like four or five Billboard worthy singles, right? Some artists that if they drop a single or stuff, whatever, now they might not drop another single to probably like. Later in the year, or probably the following year. Like, oh yeah, I one mean, of my one of my people always come to mind and stuff is um, OT Genesis. Yeah, OT Genesis always has these fire singles. Right, I couldn't tell you a completed project and stuff from him. No, because like I'm in love with the Coco. But I mean the 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 but like we're talking about the 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 culture is no longer is no longer album cuts. So you you're gonna make. Singles and then gonna later make, make a best of. Make make the you, well your album pretty much becomes a best of. Yeah. Cause a lot of those cuts on the album, people have already heard as singles. Well, doesn't know. I'm saying you're you're thinking, thinking about like people like Drake. Yeah. I'm thinking people like OT Genesis. You make a single one year, yeah. fall off, and come back another year and make another single or stuff, whatever. Yeah. So let's say five, six years down the line and stuff, when you've been doing this now, you can just release a best of that has Coco cut it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, what's the other one? I'm the king of the ding a lang with babe. I look like babe. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, with that being said and stuff, whatever, which race determines mainstream success? Because we know OT Genesis. Yes. Right? Right. Certain people and stuff, well, here I'm in love with the Coco. They might not know his face, but they know, they know the, the song. song. They know the song. Whatever, right. right? Nick Cannon made a, a statement the other day and said that white girls create stars. Yeah, you agree? I agree. I'm on the fence with it. I see it because yeah. like if we go, if we if we're looking at a hip hop show, yeah, Caucasians tend to buy you know more seats and dominate those type of things. Like I remember somebody said a Kendrick Lamar concert. Remember Kendrick Lamar when he had the girl on stage and she said the N word. Right. That college, it was like a kind of like a college kind of. Campus setting place, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Packed. It had more Caucasians than it had black folks and stuff for there for a rap show. Yeah. Whatever, right? I get it, but I feel like melanin makes money. 
it, and okay, so I'll say this. It makes money. I wouldn't say it, I, I would say it's the catalyst in making money. Elaborate. Now, the reason why I say that is because we dictate what's cool, mm. right? After we dictate what's cool, all the other races go and buy it. So it's not typically us buying it. Mm-hmm. We're just saying, yo, this is the shit. But we buy concert tickets, though. We buy concert tickets, but... We, we, might, we, we might bootleg the music, but we... We, we buy concert tickets, but... Who's buying out the front rows? Is it really them? Because I, I know some motherfuckers and stuff for the, that would not feed their kids and go break their neck for Beyonce but how, front row. But how many of those versus who's... Okay, if you, look at the, uh, if you look at a Beyonce concert, right? Right. We'll see those breaknecks. We'll mm-hmm. see the breaknecks that you're talking about. Yeah. But they'll be the minorities in the front row. I gotta start. I gotta go watch Beyonce Homecoming now. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and watch me. I'm telling you, yeah. it, 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 it also is gonna be depending on what what city you're all you're also in. I mean, true, if, true, you're, true, if true, you're in true. Atlanta, then it's obviously the numbers will be skewed a bit more. Yeah, but right. I'm talking on a on a grand overall, overall scheme. You understand? Yeah. Because you know you don't as a megastar. Okay, put it this way: as somebody like Drake, right? No, but as a megastar, you're going across the world. What, well, okay, well, we're looking and, at these Beyonce's, the Drake's, okay. the, the, like, right, when right. you're in that realm, right? right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's the Caucasians who's making you rich. Because you're, you're being in markets where... So Melon is not making the money, you're saying? You're saying it's a no, we're just, we're, we're dictating, the, we're dictating the coolness of it. So, okay. My next question to you is like, Post Malone, MGK... Bad Bobby. White people never rocked with them. We did. Yes. We rocked with them. Yes. We made them cool. Yes. Didn't we make them money? Because when white Post Malone tried to do his whole country shit before, it didn't yeah. go nowhere. He came a white Iverson. But that's a, but this we is, put the streams but in the spot. This spotlight. is what I'm saying though. We didn't make him money. We just made him cool. We made him cool to other white people and said, hey, he's cool. So now they're buying into his shit. So if you're a marketing man and stuff, whatever, your best bet and stuff is just to have like some black people to determine Dude, the cool. You, you listen, you, you, market, you market to the urban community. You market to the urban community. As long as you're marketing to the urban... Everybody in business markets to the urban community because they know once the urban community gravitates to it, everybody else will gravitate so to it. So then my new phrase should be changed. So instead of melanin makes money... Melanin spends money, or melanin makes melanin makes the world go around. Well, because it, it, <laughs> melanin right? makes the world go around, right? Because if we look at like shit, like let me say, like Tommy Hilfiger, those fashion lines and everything and stuff, whatever. Like, yeah, it's these black people that are kind of going out of the pocket to spend their ducats and stuff, whatever, to put this money in their pockets to say I'm wearing polo, I'm wearing Tommy, and 100%. all the above, whatever. One hundred percent. When you have regular degler, like you know the middle class suburb Caucasian folk and stuff they don't give a fuck what they put on as long as they have like the khaki shorts but here's the thing what's up here's it's it's the it's the demographic of who you just mentioned don't care of what they have on right so let's say I would say 
I would say maybe 35 and up mm-hmm. of that demographic that you, you're talking about mm-hmm. don't care what they put on, right? Mm-hmm. 35 or I would even say maybe 30 and under mm-hmm. who are following urban culture is watching what these kids put on and they buying that shit and putting it on. I'm telling you. Hmm. Well, yeah, I, I see it. I see. I see where you're coming from and stuff. I still feel like and stuff like that. Yes, we do dictate cool. But I still feel like we still spend our ducats and stuff, whatever, too. We spend, but it's not at, at, at I'm, it's not at a greater percent compared the, to the, the other them. communities. But then we still determine, that means we still determine mainstream success then. Yeah, we we. We dictate it, but we, it's the buying power. So the buying power is over Just the think dictating. about it. Just think about it. Even with us dictating it, yeah. if white suburbia didn't buy into it, they would, there would be no mainstream success for them. It's okay. The Popeye's chicken sandwich. No, that's a different... That's a different... It's different to beast all together, man. Hold on, hold on, you, hold you, on. Didn't put one, you put one key word in the argument. Popeye? That was chicken. Chicken. <laughs> chicken. That was chicken. That was chicken. Oh, side note. I met a black girl and stuff the other day. said she don't like chicken and stuff, whatever. I had to turn my back on her and never look back. She don't like chicken? It, 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 it kind of threw me off. Whatever. Uh-huh. I'm like, I'm like she, she used to gag when she was younger and stuff to get chicken and stuff, whatever. But she, she eats beef and she eats other type of meats and stuff, whatever. But she, she don't dig chicken. So I'm like, I don't think you're black. I think you need to take like ancestry.com type of thing yeah, and, try to figure and check it out, it out what whatever. It figure out, figure what, out what the fuck. It's like, why, your, why your skin so dark? Bleach your asshole. Hey man, she probably. Yeah. She probably. Maybe. Probably. But that Popeye's chicken sandwich, right? Okay. Popeye said they saved like twenty over twenty million dollars of marketing. Yeah. From not marketing that sandwich. Yeah. Because of the people that took to social media to market the damn chicken and pickle sandwich. Again. Right? Black people made it cool. But here's the Difference but black people spend their money for the chicken sandwich. But I was about to say, but here's okay. the difference in that, right? Black people will spend their money on food. Because you can't, you can't go into Popeye's and pirate a chicken sandwich. You can't. So in order for you to get that chicken sandwich, you got to buy it for you, could, for you to eat it. Right. If... Jay-Z puts out an album tomorrow. There's 150 ways I can get that Jay-Z album without spending money. True. You understand? True. Without having to buy it. So I'm now I'm I'm looking at myself, well, shit, why am I why am I gonna buy it for now? You know what I mean? Like I can get it for free. Whereas I'm getting it for free, I'm playing it, I'm rocking it. It's cool shit now. Eric. Here's me in blazing and saying, oh, what's that? Oh, this is the new Jay-Z. Eric, go on, Eric, taking out his credit card and buying a new Jay-Z. Mm. Hmm. Well, that, that's a heavy debate. Look, man, if we could pirate the damn Popeye's chicken, Popeye's wouldn't be making no damn money off of it. It's so easy to, to do that. You just need, like, chicken filet. Wait, ain't nobody, nobody, nobody want to do that work. Yeah, yeah the, work, the work. Nobody want to do that work. They want instant gratification. They want to eat that Popeye's chicken. True. And it and it's so funny that I mean it's it, it's part of this conversation because last night I was with you know 
I, I had the, the the privilege of of driving my man uh, tricks around. Uh, comedian tricks on IG. If you don't know who he is, you fo- follow that brother, man. Chale. Mm-hmm. He is one of the funniest guys that I know. And he had brought up, he had brought it up. You know, what's up with this Popeye's chicken sandwich thing and the whole, yo, black people have done lost their mind. And I said, yo, listen, man, you got to respect the marketing behind that. You understand? Because there's probably nothing special about that damn chicken. Pickle. That's what I said to him. I said, the only thing that that they have done that I can say that they have done, because he was like, yo, what's in the damn chicken? I said, ain't nothing but they threw pickles on that shit. <laughs> it's the same sandwich they had before. I'm pretty sure of it. They probably just thrown pickles on it and said, oh, this, that, and the third. And we per- automatically perceive it's a whole new damn sandwich. Mm. So think about the marketing behind that. They just repackaged the sandwich they already had. Right. Put a pickle on it. You know what I mean? Maybe spice it up a little bit more with some sauce. And now I said, it's the greatest thing on the on earth. Put it in a couple of hands of the black people. Black people swim by it like it's chicken they never ate before. Exactly. How many ways can you reinvent chicken? How long we've been eating damn chicken? I don't know. Yeah, stay tuned. Stay I got it. You going to try this chicken sandwich? You going to try it? You going to give it a try? You going to give it a whirl? You know, right now I feel partly rebellious not to. I feel I feel that way. I feel rebellious not to. I feel that way because I like I want to say I felt just like how you said and stuff. I'm looking at like just a fucking sandwich with pickles and stuff, whatever, right? Yeah. So I'm looking. I'm like, how are you guys going nuts? Like I'm looking at stuff like if I looked at my IG feed, I'd be like, yo, I'm in Popeye's drive-through. They on some bullshit and stuff. Yeah, I'm about to get these sandwiches. The sandwich is good as fuck. And then I had another person on my IG story and stuff like, babe, which sandwich is better? Chick-fil-A or Popeye's? I'm like, really? <laughs> I'm like, really? Y'all got nothing else to do? That's what I'm saying. Like, you don't see me on my story and stuff. But then again, I'm the different one. No, well, you won't see me on my story. Yeah, so that's what I was like. Yeah. I don't like, people are acting like they reinvented the chicken. This is what is going on right now. It's like, yo, like you would have th- you would have swore Popeyes grow grow their chicken, and like they grow some some super chicken. Yep. And that only this it's like it's like the it's like the sandwich is the Kobe of chicken. Oof. Oof. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I'll rock with it. We'll see what happens and stuff, whatever. Somebody might fuck around and be like, buy the sandwich, just hand it off to me and stuff, whatever. I might be like, well, I ain't spent my dollars for it. But then that, like... And, and who knows? I may, I may bite into this thing, and it might be the most greatest chicken sandwich in the world, but I ain't racing out to go find that out. <laughs> they sold out of chicken. People say you can't, you can't Uber Eats the damn chicken sandwich and stuff, whatever, because that's the only thing on Popeye's menu that's sold out. People are buying the sandwiches, trying to sell them on the streets. I'm, I'm trying like, to figure, no but I'm try, sandwich. But I'm trying to figure out how do you sell out of a chicken sandwich? I don't know. Wouldn't you say to yourself, okay, all right, it's plain to see they don't want our regular chicken sandwich. So let's cut back on our regular chicken sandwich and just stock up on this extra pickle sandwich. Yeah. 
It's a market employee, man. But as I said, Popeyes are laughing. They saved 22 yo, million. My man Tricks was say, saying, yo, they probably have like five of those sandwiches in each restaurant. And as soon as the five is bought out, they go, oh, we're sold out of chicken sandwiches. This, that. Who are we to know? That's true. But that's what, but there's some niggas hopping over the counters. You don't see the videos? I see the videos. They hopping over the counters, they fighting Popeye's workers. I think one that hurt me was there was a, there was a lady, she was on break or yeah. something yeah. in the back. Yeah. She's sitting on the bench. Her look on her face looked like Michael Jordan flu game. Like when he looked sick, like he was just done. Yeah. But he's still going in. She's like, yo, I still got to finish this shift. I'm like, fuck. I was like, one sandwich did this to the peoples. But wow. hey, I mean, that's what I'm saying. That's still, to me, it's still on the line stuff is that the melanin, well, let me say melanin don't make the money. Melanin makes the marketing then. Yeah. We are part, we are the marketing strategy. Hmm. Melanin mm. makes the marketing. We are the marketing st- strategy. As long as we say it's cool, it's cool. Yeah, black folks, man. Yo, we run something past you real quick. A few weeks ago and stuff, whatever, um, Chris Kumo from um, CNN, right? Yeah. He ran into a white dude and stuff, whatever, in, in like a little public setting. And the guy called him Fredo because Kumo, I guess, is Italian descent. Right. Okay. He said, Fredo, Fredo's from Fredo from The Godfather. Mm. Right? The weak one. Okay. So he said, being called Fredo to an Italian person and stuff is like being called the N-word for a black person. Do you agree to that shit? Oh, no, it's not. No, no. I was like, I asked like probably five or six Italian descent people that I know. Yeah. One person that was born in Italy and actually came over here and stuff to Toronto and stuff, whatever. Yeah. And they said, they said no one pays Fredo no my and no one thinks anything. They said the worst thing they can have been called Whatever. Yeah. It's WAP. I was I was gonna I was gonna mention that. Like that's a term that I know. WAP to the people being, that don't know is without papers. Yeah, that that that, uh, that I heard I heard uh without papers, I heard without passport. Without passport, yeah. That is something that I can say I have heard and known to be derogatory towards Italians. Yeah. This whole what, 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 what? I can't even remember the damn term. Guido? Fredo. Fredo. Fredo, like Alfredo sauce. Like, like Alfredo sauce. Yeah. This is the, the first time I'm hearing it mentioned was with, with, with Como. Yeah, I don't know. That boy, he was tripping and stuff. But I was thinking, I was asking, like, I asked other races and stuff, whatever, too. Like, I asked Asian dude and stuff, and I'm like, what's the worst thing you could be called? And he said, he said to Asian dude and stuff, whatever, they got more racial slurs and stuff against them. Yeah. So he said a lot of times stuff, whatever, that's the reason they tend to stick to their own. Mm. Because they're more likely and stuff, whatever, if they don't fall suit or hit the mark and stuff and everything like whatever, the racial slurs will come up real fast. I'm like, same thing like black people. Yeah. Whatever, right? So he's like, yeah. But I'm like, you ever heard of a Italian person saying like, you know, they had like bad people? He's like, nope, just probably WAP. I asked the Italian people, they're like, just WAP. So I'm like, Fredo is nothing on the radar. So I'm like, okay. But like I guess maybe because the guy was just trying to bully him and everything like that, right? Right, but right. Just and then he just got emotional. He got turned, and the guy's laughing in his face and stuff, whatever. But I, I, I kind of liked it when I was watching the video. It was kind of spicy. It was semi, but it was like you know, like, semi spicy. Every now and then, like you know, when, when the white on whites they fight and everything and they argue. Yeah. I'm like, 
Let them fight. <laughs> you, you, you gotta let them go at it a little let bit. Them fight. You know, every now and then. Because, like, you know, we, they, go at it, they go at us on a one away. They might pull a gun on us one away. We might fight them. And just, let them fight. No, no, you, you, you gotta let them sort it out for themselves sometimes. But I guess that guy was just being a bully. Ooh. Would you befriend a bully? In grade school, say somebody was taking your lunch money and shit, eating your tater tots from the school lunch and all that type of stuff. Yeah. And, you know, the teacher always telling you like, oh, that person was misunderstood, you know. They're hurting inside because hurt people hurt people. Hmm. Would you befriend a bully and stuff, whatever? Because like, there was a story where, a few years back, whatever, where there was a father knew his son's being bullied by a kid. Yeah. And the father went to the school to go talk to the kid and the counselor or somebody teacher stopped him. Right. And he said, that kid's family doesn't have like um like finances and stuff like that, whatever, right? And the father went to the kid and bought the kid like, a few t shirts and pants and stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? Right. And after that the bully kinda was nice and stuff to the kid. The kid was probably shitting bulls like, Daddy, what the fuck are you doing? But <laughs> I mean, he ended up befriending the bully from a younger age. Most people I know, they might befriend the bully and stuff, whatever, when they become adults. Would you befriend the bully? Have you befriended a bully? I would, but I think that bully has, has got a uh, matured past that, that whole stage of being a bully. You say you hope. No, I, I'm saying that that person oh. would have to have matured past that stage of being a bully. Mm-hmm. Um, and is now just someone who has a little bit more com- compassion and is not always thinking about themselves, not putting themselves first, can, uh, you know, have some space in their life for, 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 for people to just be people. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, we, we preach growth all the time, right? Growth and development, and it's... You never got bullied when you were in school? Nah. Oh yeah? Nah, never got bullied when I was in school. I was always considered a cool kid. Cool so, kid, so cool you kids. Were don't a bully. I wasn't a. I wasn't a bully. Are you sure? I was a cool kid. See, see, see. I think there's three types. Three types of school kids. School kids. Okay. There's the bullies. Right. Right. There's the cool kids. Mm-hmm. Right. And then there's the. I would guess you would, would you call them not so popular? And those ones that get bullied? So the not so popular, they get bullied, right? Right. The cool kids just treat them like, like they just like every other kid. So they oh. like the cool kids. Oh, so you're the asshole. You watch them get bullied and you don't say nothing. No, I'm never around when they're getting bullied because mm-hmm. see, this is see, say see, the drama for your mama. All right, man, yeah, I I gotta explain to you the you you, you, you were not a cool kid. I'm assuming, so I gotta explain to you the the Go dynamics ahead. of being a cool kid. All right, yeah, fuck it. See, when the cool kid is in town, mm-hmm. no shit go down. Cause the cool kid is cool enough that the bully just wants to be I. Right, you know what I mean? Jiving with the cool kid, so he ain't got no time to fuck around with the, the you know what I mean the, those who are not cool. Those who are not cool like the cool kids because the cool kids nothing like the bully. I feel so damn cold in here for all the cool you just fucking spit out your damn mouth. Look here. <laughs> well, look here. That's why I'm smooth. 
<laughs> this is why I'm smooth. Yo, bitch ass, bring it in. <laughs> well played, well played. Kudos, kudos, kudos. I like that. I don't know, because I, I look at that stuff as that I could befriend a bully now. The Marvin I am now is different from the Marvin that I was and stuff, whatever, back then. Right. Did I get bullied and stuff, whatever? I had one dude that tried, but that was like in the fourth grade. Mm. And since then, nah. And I even feel like, so I want to say, he tried to bully me. Well, he did, because we ended up getting into a fight, whatever, right? Right. And I ended up beating him and stuff, whatever, in a fight. And I felt bad afterwards when we went to the office and stuff. They're like, oh, he has special, he has special classes and stuff, whatever. So they just, somebody's like, Mario, you out there beating up retards. And I was like, oh, my God. He was trying to bully me. Yeah, like, you know, like, yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, stand yeah. your ground, whatever, right? Right. And I was like, nah, that's not the case. I'm not trying to beat up no special, no, no, no special challenge person. But I'm like, I got to stand my ground. I got to hold my own. So I felt real bad and everything like that. And then... Now, as I'm older and stuff, whatever, like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't really pay people that much attention and stuff. Like I said, I get the static on IG. I get the static everywhere. You know, I get the convos and everything. Yeah. But it don't, it don't phase me enough to, to shake my core. Hmm. So I don't, I, didn't, I don't see myself getting bullied by anybody and stuff. The only person that probably had a high probability of bullying me, probably the police. Hmm. Probably the cops. That's it. So yeah, yeah, but they, I mean, I mean, they offer they offer bullying black people, so <laughs> that's facts. All right, you know the terminology and stuff, whatever. Ride or die, right? Yes. Is being a ride or die, dude, girl, person, you know, stupid. Um. I'm going to say it depends on what you're riding and what you're dying for. You're riding and dying for your wife. All right. So what's the situation of... <laughs> you need a situation? Yeah. What's the situation? I always, always ride for my wife. But you won't die for her? What would be the situation of dying? <laughs> you trying to dance around that? Listen, listen, <laughs> we got kids. Somebody got to stay alive for the kids. What would be the situation of dying? Not- I'm saying, if, she, if you die for her and stuff like that, she'll stay for the kids. <laughs> Where's you going die, with Ride this? or die in a situation <laughs> is, listen, we riding together, we dying together. It, hey, ain't, no, it, it ain't a solo thing, hey, I don't boo, think. If you listening, I'm sorry I brought the fire to your house. It ain't about dying for nobody. <laughs> yeah. At least I don't think so. All right. Would you rather die for your your ace boom coon, your right hand man? Your right hand man is Swift, right? Right. Would you rather die for Swift? Listen. <laughs> Yo, if, oh, listen. Geez. If he going if he going to go to war, and. There might be a chance that he don't come out. Of, he, he not he not come back out. Mm. And I'm there with him. Yo, there might be a chance that both of us ain't come back out. 
So, so you're going to die. You're going you gonna to ride and die. I'll, I'll listen, man. Dude, but I'll, you won't ride or die for the woman who bury you. Who no, but this is what children. see. See, listen, you're not listening to. <laughs> you're not listening to the dynamic. I'm listening you're just, to the dynamic. You're just painting the narrative. I'm not painting. You, the you narrative. got your brush but, out. You slapping the walls. Yeah, I'm, I'm brushing stuff, like, you with the asshole paint now. I'm telling you. What's the situation? Because if it's a situation where if my wifey is going into and it's a situation where she may not be coming back out, mm. then I'm not coming back out. Okay. You understand? All right. But if it's a situation where it's, it don't make sense, two of us dying, then it don't make sense two of us dying. I don't think, you know, like I said, I, I apologize for bringing a fire under your household. So let's, no, hope she you, let's, hope, let's hope she missed this episode. Oh, she know. She know we, we going to ride. Let's hope she missed this episode. And stuff like that. So then, why do you think people still ask for ride or die people in their life today? Still ask for it or? Yeah, no. Like today, to, the, to this day, to this day, people are still asking and stuff. For it. They're like, yo, did I, I need a ride or die chick or I want a man who's, who, who's a ride or die and stuff whatever for me. I was like, here's the thing. All right. Remember, defend it, right? Mm. When people heard that episode and stuff, whatever, and people heard the episode and stuff, and they're like, oh, shit, that's a heavy situation and stuff, whatever, right? Right. There's a few women and stuff that like, if that was my man and he was losing the fight, I'm jumping in because we're both fighting and stuff, whatever, right? She's riding and she's dying. Right. 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 And she... and. One girl, she said, I will want my man to do the same for me. Right. Yeah. So I said, you want a ride or die man? She said, yeah, because I'm a ride or die chick. People are still asking for a ride or die person. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Why do you think they're still asking for them and stuff, whatever? When even like people like you are like giving context of like, I need the context before I ride or die and stuff for that. The person I will die for, literally, I'll tell you, is my son. Right. Everybody else is up for that. If they're super cool with me, you, I kill for you. Yeah. I kill for you. Hopefully, this, this don't get out to like, you know, if like you come up in a criminal case matter and stuff, they know that I probably did the murder and stuff, whatever. But I, I kill for you. All right. So let me put- I let me, ride and right, kill for you. Sorry. Let me, put this, let me put the situation like this, right? All right. So you have your boy, right? Mm. And your boy says, listen, data done come in. Rape my wife. Ooh. Kill my kids. Put a hit out on me. Mm-hmm. I ain't got nothing left. I'm going for broke. I'm going to pack up these two pistols. Ebony and Ivory. And I'm going to go kill motherfuckers. You riding? I'm gonna try to talk him out first. You gonna, you gonna try to talk him out first? Because, because, like, my thing and stuff is that I'm like, how did this all transpire? <laughs> right? So if I get the context, he's not a ride or die. You know, I, I'm, I'm a ride and killer, as I said. <laughs> but, 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 part of you, part of you going to kill might, might die. You, you might die. Right? And yeah. I, I might die with it. Yeah. But my, my thing and stuff is I'm like, yo, I'm not going down without a fight. Oh, yeah, my thing yeah. and stuff is that, yo, I'm gonna go guns a blazing. Yeah. Too, so then when I'm popping off and shit like that, whatever. But that's all I'm doing, nigga. And that's all I'm doing. 
Yeah, you should see more asshole like to me. Like I said, that's why I'm painting you with the with the brush. But that's what I started off saying. It depends on that situation. Right, what is the situ- What is the situation that we're in? Look, Do I gotta die? Because if I gotta die for you, all right, I'm a sucker for love, right? Mm-hmm. I'm an emotional dude. All right. If I get blessed with that woman who's supposed to be like you know my finding forever with and everything like that, whatever. Yeah. She come home and say like, babe. Da 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 X Y and Z, are you riding? And then like say we got years in, we got years in and stuff whatever. Like, we ride or die. Yeah, yeah. That that's just it, whatever. Because that's what I'm saying. This is family. The person you're with and stuff whatever you not are like family, and that's a different type of family bonding thing, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I said, my son, he's my family, and I on a real shit. I don't want, you know, touch wood. I don't want to have to bury my son. I'd rather for my son to bury me. So I ride and die for him and stuff, whatever. And he just had to live nice with the insurance money and little change he gets and stuff whatever, from that. Because I'm one of the black folks that believe in insurance. Yeah. But other than that and stuff, whatever, I'm like, yo, like, I ride and kill for some folks. When I didn't have any kids before, whatever, I was slightly on that level. So I'm like, yo, why am I going to lose? Like, like I said, I don't even believe in losing and stuff. It's win and learn in my world, in our world, right? Mm, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, yo, we're, we're, we're going in there to win. Don't go into the losing mentality so you're going to die. You know, we're going in there to win. Mm-hmm. But there's a chance that you might not. All right, fuck you too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that die, that die might come up. That die might come up. That means me I'm being real. That die might come up. Right. And then you know what? You know, and then you know what? At this, you know, at your funeral, they'll be saying? He was a ride or die. He was a ride or die, nigga. And then, yeah, some people might look at the coffin and be like, well, you did die today. <laughs> you, <laughs> you died. You did you die. You sure died. You did die. All right, let's get to the real shit of the week, man. Do you feel... That your previous generations have failed you. Wow. It's a broad statement. Damn, I know it, it it's, is. It's, uh... it's a broad statement and stuff for that. But think about on a level where you are. And just think back, let's say, to your grandparents. That far. We're not going to go past the grandparents. Not great, 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 great. Auntie, brother, sister, cousin across the street named Sally's little nephew type of shit. Just think about from your grandparents and stuff point of view. You feel like they failed you. I think, I don't think that they have failed me. Okay. More than themselves and that generation failing themselves. So you're saying you're using, I'm paraphrasing now. Right. So you're saying generations failed themselves. Yeah. Instead of. Because I'm saying, you know, they've had the opportunity of probably educating themselves Mm -hmm. and putting themselves in a better position, which would have in turn put my generation. No, your parents. Well, my parents in a better position, which would in turn have put me in a better position. Right. But then they never did that. They They never did that. Right. And so... 
you either gonna you either gonna pass down knowledge or you're gonna pass down ignorance. And what if they don't pass down knowledge? Then they've passed down they've passed down the ignorance. But they've they've passed that down not they might have passed that down not knowing. With the ignorance? Yeah. That so that that's part of the thing. So because like things that have been passed down is kind of like racism, right? Okay. Racism is in, in that type of line and stuff, whatever as well. That's I guess the ignorance type of level. But then you have the good from the the knowledge wise would be yeah I guess the education type of thing because kind of like if let's say your grandfather was a, a teacher, if your grandfather was a teacher. It probably ushered because, you know, parents want the best for their kids. Yeah. So it probably made your parents and stuff, whatever, to be, let's say, doctors. Right? Yeah. So now your parents are doctors and stuff like that, whatever. And now it's paved the way for you to do anything because education now falls in suit in two previous generations before you. Right. Teacher. Doctor. Mm-hmm. And now, so it's kind of like... Plowed, not whatever field you choose to go in with stuff, but education stuff is plowed there. They say like, hey, the seeds, all you gotta do is drop the seeds and stuff, whatever, for the next people in line. So you can't really blame them if they already set up some things and stuff, whatever, for you. So I don't think they really failed you and stuff. Now, if you choose that you don't want to fall in suit with that, then I feel like that's a generational thing that you said. Like, it's just your generation. You have to be held accountable for your issues. Yeah, yeah. It's a generational thing, man. Um, I, w- with me, I can only, I can only fill the generation after you, after me, by not bettering myself within with within the time that I'm here. Yeah, like don't don't go broke for your kids. Go rich for them. Go rich for them, right? Right. And that in turn will will. Better than better the generation for me. I like I don't I don't know if if me failing would affect my generation or my my children's generation in any way, shape, or form. Because I think it would though. But here's here's the thing though. I'm excelling without the help of my previous generation. Correct. Right. Right. So there's no reason to to believe that. My kids can't excel without the help. So you're saying, yeah, I get what you're of, saying. Of what you're I'm saying. On the line of accountability. Yeah, yeah. Fair. But my thing and stuff is that if there are certain things kind of paved the way and set up for you and stuff, whatever, your dance could have been a lot easier. Oh, I, yeah, 100%. I like, that's what I'm saying. I.e., example and stuff like the Kylie Jenner situation and stuff, whatever. Kylie Jenner, I look at her situation and stuff was when they said she's a self made billionaire, right? Yeah. I'm all for that, but self made is not the word for her. No. Without her family's backing and stuff, or without, like, let's say Kim... No, without the father's lawyer, dad's going in and stuff, whatever, from, like, the Kardashian side, right? To set up her mother and her siblings and stuff, whatever, from that side to her father being an Olympian, doing all the above before he made his sex change over and everything like that, right? Yeah. Those type of things and stuff like the resources and the fun and the financial backing and stuff that they give, they given they've given her before she created her lane of makeup and everything and whatever. Yeah, that's not self made billionaire to me. No. So that's what I'm saying. Like her her previous generation and stuff, whatever they did well. Yeah. 
They did well enough and stuff for her to kind of create something for it. They weren't fucking with makeup. Mother or father weren't fucking with makeup. Maybe Bruce was wearing makeup on the low <laughs> back then. But that's, that's a different story. But then when it comes back to it and stuff, whatever, everything is still there for the go and flow for her to create her own type of world. Like when we're talking about, um, I think with the codependency thing with the parents and stuff, whatever, right? And no, not the codependency. We were talking about, um, you know, if you knew your kid wasn't right for the CEO position and stuff, would you give your kid the CEO position? Right. Right? Right. But if you knew your kid had a passion for like skateboards or you run a Fortune 500 company stuff about marketing and everything like that, whatever, why not take your money and give to your kids so they can open up their own skateboard store and build their own world from there? Because hmm. that means you're doing, you're, you're doing the next generation a service and if they, don't, if they don't succeed or fail, that's not on you. You created a path and a lane for them to get somewhere. Yeah. They just, they weren't held accountable for their actions. So that's why their business may not succeed. Yeah. Okay. So what if Kali, right? Yeah. Just didn't take any interest in anything at all and just sat down and just squandered what her parents had built and left for her. Do, do you, 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 can you blame the generation before her for that? No. 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 So. But they, that's what I'm saying. They paid, but. They, for, they for paved it for name, enough. For, that's even for her name to be known. Right. They've, they've paved it enough. Exactly. Right. For, her, for them to be known and stuff, whatever. Name somebody out of that Kardashian-Jenner world that you do not know. And they're all known. Rob Jr. Yeah. Chloe. Yeah. Kim. Yeah. Courtney. Yeah. Then the, the Jenner side and stuff, whatever. Kylie and Kendall. Well, I'm, I'm being honest with you, though. I, I mean, I know the family for Kim taking dick. Facts. And I don't know if... But what are her father doing, like, paving away? Her father kind of x that name yeah. for the Kardashians to be known so for her to be a bootleg socialite. Right. Right? Yeah. Because she, other than that, she just be like a regular chick sucking dick. Yeah. But Ray J probably went after her and stuff, whatever, because he's like, oh, she's a socialite. She come from a little dinero. Yeah. Okay, now she can just suck some dick on camera and then whoop, whoop. And then, yeah, like I said, the mom and stuff like, hold up, hold up. We're onto something here. Yeah. Sucking dick might get us somewhere, Kim. And then look at the family and stuff. They blew up to like the modern day Kennedys. Yeah, yeah. So I'm saying, even like the mother of the previous generation, you're like, no, no, no. We might be onto something right here, and still made the whole family succeed from just that. See, I'm I'm just trying to I'm trying my best not to fail my son. That's it. But you know, I, sometimes I, I question myself. I'm like, I might be fucking up in some ways. I can name more porn stars. I can name presidents hmm? and prime ministers. How many prime ministers? Tell me the last five prime ministers of Canada. Hey man, what are you trying to do, man? Hurt my brain, bro. All right then. But listen, tell me, I, tell, tell me listen, five porn stars that you know. Yeah, I don't know them by name. I just know them by body type. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Um, question of the week, man. Is love really as blind as people think? I remember we had that whole question stuff with prejudice or preference. Yeah. But do you really think love is blind? Um. Nah, I don't think so either. Because if you put if you put the, the prejudice and and 
preference type of dances of India where it's not really blind. You know your preference. Yeah. So you know whatever your preference is and stuff, whatever, you know that if you go out there, you just look. You might be smitten by that preference and stuff, whatever, but that's just about it. Yeah, yeah. But then on paper, somebody who doesn't look like the typical thing you might be attracted to yeah. might give you everything that you're actually looking for. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I don't believe love is I don't believe love is blind, but I do find I do believe that you can find love where you least expect it. Rihanna, baby, can find love in a hopeless place. Yeah, you you can't find love where you least expect it. You 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 may, for instance, you might meet a person and they might not be your type, or you may not assume them to be your type. Mm-hmm. But then you know you start talking to them on a friendship basis. Let's say. Right? Friend zone. Well, we, you're assuming it's friend zone, okay. right? Okay. But you start to realize, hey, there's a lot of things that we do have in common. And I never pegged you for my type. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden this person is interested or you're interested in this person as far as more, more than what you, you would typically be. True. And then, you know... You guys get to know each other a little bit better than, you know, you, you, you guys have a bond that's undescribable or you're developing this bond that's undescribable because neither you pegged each other to be each other's type. And it just goes from there. It's, it's funny. I was, I was watching uh, Family Feud, Steve, uh, Steve Harvey episode. Okay. Is he on all them episodes? Are you talking about well, recent? I mean, I mean, recent when I say that because you know, we got some old school listeners. Oh, yeah, like yeah, 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 facts. Mr. Mis- Mr. Kiss R- Richard Dawson, right? So I got to do That's the dude with the rings? Was he had the rings? The guy with the, with the white hair and stuff, he just walk up to your wife and just kiss yeah, on yeah, the cheek? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking pervert. That's my <laughs> hero, man. I don't want him to kiss my woman, but yeah. So so listen, so there was this one family on, on there, right? Mm. And... The wifey was tall, right? And the husband was short, mm. right? And short, stocky guy, but the wife was tall and beautiful. Amazon. Even, even Steve had the asshole question like, yo, how you gonna get her, right? Tinder. <laughs> so it turns out, right, mm. that the two of them were working at a bar. He, he, was, he was the DJ, mm-hmm. right? And she was a stripper? Nah, she was, she oh, was like, okay. like a like waitress. Pervert. Remember, like king of perverts, king of perverts. I know where your head was going. And, but who knows? Maybe she was, and they just couldn't say it on national ah, television. Ah, I'm, 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 I'm saying that. Just saying. They said she's at server, right? right? What she was serving, I don't know. She's at server, right? And he said, when he approached her, because he's telling Steve the story now. He said, when she approached her, she like, she shot him down because she's like, you're not my type. Mm. You go, you're not tall. You're not this, that, and the third, and so forth, right? Mm. But he was like, yo, he just he just kept at it. He kept at it, and they became friends. He kept he kept trying to pursue her? Yeah. Oh, so like, yeah, yeah some and, Don Quixote shit. Persistency yeah. is the key. He, you know, they became friends. I'm lazy right? like that, though, but go and ahead. And then she started to realize that there's more to him than his height. And next thing you know, they date, and then the next thing you know, they married. Okay, so my goal in life now is to shark a, a giant now. Well, your goal in life is to make 
them know that you're more than just the mighty midget mafia. Oh, bless your heart. Bless your heart. Got little butterflies going around in my stomach. Yeah. Nah, I feel. <laughs> I feel. No, I agree. But I mean, teach his own and stuff, whatever, right? And I do feel like, um, like the whole love is blind aspect and stuff, whatever. Like when they say, like, I guess you might be blind enough to ter- turn away from some of the bullshit the person does, whatever. I think that falls in the realm of codependency we were talking about before. Right. Right. So I don't really think that's part of love. You're just enabling some bullshit. Mm. But love is blind. It's not as blind as we as most people think. So I'm gonna say no. My answer. Mm. All right. We on the ask the sons question. Ask the sons. Ask the sons. Ask the sons. Tensai senpai. How many holes, holes, or hole or holes does a straw have? See, it hit me up with this one. So yeah, I, I see. I, I see when you when you put the posts and stuff on there and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he'd have hit me up with this one. I feel. I, I said, you know what? We we was beatboxing about it a little bit. I said, you know, I'm 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 gonna pull it. I'm gonna pull it and 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 see what kind of responses that we get. But my response to him was one hole, two openings. And he was like, what the fuck? One hole, two openings. You you have opening on one end and you have opening on the other end. Now his argument, he was saying, yeah, but some people say it's two holes. So this is what I said to him. I said, tell that person to push their hand through the second hole all the way to the end and see if it doesn't go through the first hole. Did you just brain fuck me just a while ago? What the hell did you just say? I so know. I don't know if you feel an orgasm going off in your head. I no, I feel, I feel molested. <laughs> you better get your Me Too charge real quick. So if I take my finger, put it through a straw... Right. Right? And it goes from one Completely hole... Completely to the, to the end. Okay. Right? So I got so a small if, straw. So, so I didn't even mention... I didn't even, I didn't even say the I didn't even say the first hole. I said, tell your friends. Because they're saying there's two holes in a straw, right? right? So I said, okay, tell your friend to push your hand through the second hole all the way to the end and tell me if it doesn't come out the first hole. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And if it doesn't, it can only be one hole. One hole. hole. One hole. Because you're not separate your finger's not separated up to another finger or anything like that. It's still the same finger. It's still the same finger. One hole. Okay, fuck it. I run with that too. That's my final answer. Uh, next question is from DKMCC123. As a man, how do you tell a girl she has a nip slip without making everything horrible? Find another woman in the room. And let her point out that the other, the lady's titties is, is popping out her clothes. I'm 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 just gonna tell you your titties showing. And but that's where you make it horrible though, because that's what you're like. Huh? Why are you staring at my titties? How for? am I gonna make it horrible? Another like this. Another woman can walk up another woman. And, oh my gosh, your breasts are so firm and squeezed, and no me too charges issued, no layering, no groping. But as soon as a man look and says some shit like that, whatever, you're like the monster in the room. Fact or opinion? Opinion. Facts, Nick. What Opinion. A, cocaine. I think you're on cocaine. Listen, man. Listen. Women out there, if there's a man out there who's told you that he's never ever glanced upon your breast before and is, is, is while looking at you, oh, he's always he's, a liar. he's always kept constant eye contact every time you walk into the room. 
He's a lying sack of shit. A lying sack of shit. Right. All right? So I'm going to be completely honest and say, listen, man, I don't want to offend you, but I'm a male. My eyes are trained to look at certain... You got, you got a little nipple showing. You, you might want to fix that because every other male like me <laughs> will see this. <laughs> All right. Um, last question of the week comes from Chicka Chicka Bow Wow. Can a person write a book about you? And can you stop them from writing a book about you? I think in every aspect of the law, I think you can write a book about a person. Yeah? Yeah, you can. I mean, look how many unauthorized biographies there are. That's what I was about to say. I'm like, yo, doesn't it have unauthorized biographies and stuff? That's one. Yeah. And then two, you have the other things and stuff where like, you just have to switch out the the, the likeness of a person. Yeah. What movie was that? The Help. The Help. Yeah. When like they were saying like in the book itself and stuff where they were actually talking about the people who would eat and shit pie and all that type of stuff and everything. Mm Mm-hmm. So the people who were reading it knew, but the people who didn't know and stuff, whatever, they're like, oh my gosh, she fed her former boss shit pie. Yeah. Whatever, right? So that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I don't think you can stop them. So yeah, I don't She know. fed a shit peasy. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Um, got Associated Sons for the week. Associated Sons. Um, be happy on the internet. And in your real life. That's yeah. Associated Sons. I would even say, I would even go as far as to try and be more happier in your real life. More happier? More happier in your real life. Um, because you can be pissed off on the internet and nobody ain't really going to matter. They ain't really going to care. But if you're pissed off in your real life, you're probably going to do more harm to yourself and the people around you. You think so? I think so. Mm, I think so. To an extent. Well, I mean, you 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 pissed off on the internet. I just I'm gonna scroll right past you. <laughs> this is true. You pissed off to me in real person. Now I gotta either leave where I'm at. I gotta be out of the. You know what I mean? I gotta get away from you. you and yeah, yeah, but this is adding to the antisocial factor to the world. Yeah, right. Is. This is this is. Mm. So say the sons. So say the sons. And um. Do you remember the one that you mentioned earlier? What? what, what, what that wasn't associated with That was just real talk. It was, I mean, by me, we can. It was real talk, but it, it you know, it oh, made sense. Is... It made sense, and we can we can throw that in there. Money, <clears throat> money matters over morals. Yeah, money does matter over morals. For some people, you shouldn't let it. You should not let it happen. You understand? So we want you to flip that over and have. Morals matter over money. True. Right? We can run with that. And I uh, double down on my challenge to you pastors of mega churches. This Sunday come up. Make that offering plate be for the Amazon. Mm-hmm. And you too, Jeff Bezos. Yes. All right, man. All right. That's it for us. Um, thank you for listening to the Particle Sons. Remember, the difference between stupidity and genius is that genius has its limits. Peace and love. Peace and love. And remember, bring in your questions. And this, what we're recording right now, is episode 47, I believe. So that's three away from 50. 
Three, mm-hmm. three away from 50. So you know what? Um, hit us up. You know, give us some ideas of what we should, what we should do, what we should celebrate, what we should talk about on the 50th anniversary. We'll, we'll have a few things in store for you. Maybe we might even have a guest. We, we think more. We try and find, see if we can have somebody. Yeah, yeah, we can always bring somebody. So we can see if we, if we can find somebody, but if not, we're gonna keep it rocking like how we usually do and make it something that's worthwhile more than listening to your regular episodes that you so come accustomed to. And um, you like what you're doing? If you like what we're doing, uh, make it be known, man. Send us uh, ratings. Leave a little message on whatever social media platform you tune in on the show. And, you know, that's it, man. And with that, I say peace. All right. Peace. The Particle Signs with Not Your Average Joseph and Sofa King Marvelous. Marvelous.